Wednesday, everybody, and welcome back to the game room because it's Nathan and Kim, and we're here. A triumphant return, I would say, with the birds and the leaves. Kim, how are you? Triumphant. It's very Christmassy. It is very Christmassy, is it not? <laughs> yes. I think that's uh, important to uh, consider that this is our triumphant return because, you know what, we took some time off. So, yeah. Um, I'm, I've got a new mic right now, and it seems to be pretty sensitive, so I'm going to play around with it a little bit, but uh, it's yeah. cool. I, it was given to me, so I have to get one for you like this, because your voice is so soft. Oh, I don't think of my voice as soft at all. Oh, when you get on a microphone, yeah, it is. It is. You become That's like... That's so funny. You become like gentle baby mom when you are gentle baby mom yeah like you talk to a baby that's what maybe you maybe i always talk that way no it isn't that is not how you talk oh <laughs> not that you talk harshly but uh you, you have a very uh regular cadence and tone normally but when you get on a mic it becomes baby mom talk that's not good no well, it's just that it's not it's not abrasive and uh you're oh, being okay. very gentle with the mic so okay yeah that's all you should probably not talk anymore at this point <laughs> Do you think I'm saying dumb things? If you think I'm saying dumb things, please email us at podcastinglees at gmail.com. Um, but okay, so, Kim, mm-hmm. we're back. We are. In- so I just re-listened to the last episode. Oh, you did? It was Good. pretty It was pretty emotional. Yeah, that was a big episode. That so. was October 25th. Mm-hmm. Man, 2023. We're 2024 yeah. now. Yeah. It's a whole brand new year. Yeah. Yeah, it was an emotional one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so because it was an emotional one, what we've decided, and we've yeah. always said this, is we're going to do something fun, silly, yep. um, in between. So mm-hmm. we kind of alternate between silly, fun, and then we come back and do something a little bit more, uh, um, what shall we say? Uh, silly? No, no, no. We're doing silly. Oh, so, something yeah. that is. So the next topic will be a little more serious. A little more, ser- yeah. little more serious. That's what I'm trying to say. Or at least has more opportunities for serious More talk. opportunity for soul bearing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. well, tonight we are talking about. Pets. Pets is one of our favorite yeah. subjects because, and you might go, why are you talking about pets? Well, because pets are a massive part of our life, right? Yeah. Yeah. They At least for us, for our family and mm-hmm. for all of our extended family everybody either has a pet or had a pet and genuinely loves them at some point well this yeah. is the part where people who don't like pets go well i'm not listening to this yeah, one i'll go back on. i'll go back to listen to stuff that nathan broke <laughs> um but yeah pets are a big deal um yeah we it's interesting because we're just going to talk about our pets and which ones we had we were closest to and which ones yeah. you know we just had. experiences with them. You had a much different experience than I did because you had pets from when you were really young. I did. I think from when I was born. I, unless there was a weird gap between like right before I was born mm-hmm. to right after. There was two Yorkies that my mom yeah. had. She showed them a lot or some. Um, and uh, so I grew up around little, little animals to start. Yeah. Not large. We never had in... Uh, never had horses or anything big we i lived in the middle of dallas that wasn't gonna happen yeah yeah um but yeah how about you when was your first pet uh truthfully well okay so when my i was born i think my parents had a dachshund oh Um, i remember that you've seen the pictures of it and then um we got a puppy when my brother was little but we found out he's allergic to dogs so we ended up getting rid of that dog gave it away how old were you when that happened i was probably four or five okay not quite five four so the really the first pet i had Mm -hmm. was in third grade and that was a white mouse i got from (laughs) school 
That's so cute. Like as a bonus? Like did you get an A on a paper and they're like, have a mouse? No, no. Anything like that. No, we had a, uh, the high school biology teacher. I went to this private school in North Carolina. This is Christian school. And uh, the biology teacher, she had a, had a mouse. And Mm -hmm. um, so at the end of the year, we'd go and feed it and do things like that. And she said at the end of the year, she says, well, I got to give this to somebody. I can't, mm. I don't, I can't take it with me and I can't leave it here all summer. Who wants it? And so my dad said, yeah, you can have it. And she said, now be ready. This thing's not going to live very long because mice oh. don't have long lifespans. I was like, okay, well, it lived about a year. That's a long time. Yeah. And it died on my birthday. That's so sad. I know. It died on my 10th birthday. Yeah. Yeah. So that was my first pet was a mouse. It was cool. I liked it. It crawled on me. I put it on my shoulder. Was it nice? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. It wasn't mean at all. Was it um, like a field mouse? That... It was one of those white lab-looking mice oh, okay. things, okay. you know. Um, I mean, I, we had. I yeah. think field mice are the cutest. Yes, They're you so do cute. like you do like field mice. I enjoy watching them, except when they crawl on your pant leg. Not a fan of that. That nope, has happened. I hated it, but yep. I love watching them in a field. It's adorable. Yep. Yeah. Um, what about you? You so you had the dogs. Have you had anything mm-hmm. other than a dog? Mm-hmm. What'd you have? Yep. I had, so, well, okay, so the two dogs, something, I I don't, the two dogs ended up going away. I don't remember why. I don't know what happened. Wasn't one of them mean? I don't know. Okay. There, I, I don't know. That was a different time. Um, they were not killed or anything. They were just, they went to another home. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> very quickly after that, we got... A Cocker Spaniel, Susie, and she was like my heart dog when yeah. I was young, right? So she she was the dog. After I got Susie, about four years later, mm-hmm. mm-mm, yeah, probably about five years later, after okay. my parents got divorced, I got two gerbils. <laughs> they were really cool looking. They were totally white yeah, and red eyes, but mm, 10-year-olds don't do a great job of taking I, care of things. They have white gerbils? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yep. It was apparently a very rare breed. Oh, okay. I did not do a very good job taking care of them, but they did live for about a year and a half. So what did you, What I mean, did you just neglect I them? I just neglected them. Yeah, I was they're... a terrible owner and it, I was, a, they, they should have been in an open place where my dad could see them. Yeah. Instead they were back in your yeah. room. I mean, they would go way too long without food, like week or two. It was bad. You know what I've heard that's weird? It's terrible, but if you don't feed animals like that, they'll eat each other. That is exactly what happened. Oh no, they did? Yeah. They ate each other. Well, I don't know. One of them had an open sore one morning when I came in. I don't know if it was cancer or if they had gotten into a tussle. I don't know. That actually happened to a friend of mine too. He had mice and he dyed them um, different colors and they ended up killing uh, one of them or ate one. I forget. It was really terrible. They were not babies. I had them for quite a while, but they were like they were real strong. Yeah. They, yeah. <laughs> they, they toughed it out, and I feel bad to this day about that. But quickly after that, I got a bunny. So that's something you and I share. I had bunnies. Mm-hmm. Um, go ahead. No, that's fine. Oh, no. We had a bunny. Our bunny. Um, did what you color? Go by, uh, it was a French lop. So does that mean brown? It was like a brown. Like, okay. you know the ones that have the big fat like chins and stuff? Yeah. Not speckledy, but brownish kind of. Uh-huh. So... Apparently, my mom had a friend or dad had a friend that they caught this rabbit in their yard. And I don't know a if it... A French lop? Yeah, like it belonged to somebody or they were oh, raising it or whatever. Okay. So we drove out. I remember because we drove out there in a thunderstorm. So it was adult? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Picked up this rabbit and brought it back uh-huh. um, to the house. And I remember because a, a tree got hit by lightning on the way there. 
And this rabbit lived in our house. Like it wasn't in a <laughs> cage. So bizarre. It was to strange because you can potty train a rabbit. But right? you said it wasn't really potty trained. It was, yeah. yeah. Well, okay, it had its moments. But it, like, if you didn't clean out the litter box, it would oh. poop everywhere. Because there was an incident where I accidentally ate rabbit poop. Um, but uh, we, oh. well, I bit down on it, and it was gross. But it was an accident. Mm. Okay, so here's the story. Oh. I was laying there. I don't know that I need the story. <laughs> Let's just say that I was eating popcorn and I missed the bowl, and I picked something else up. But I didn't. I didn't eat it all the way. I spit it out. It was. It was really bad. We That's named that not good. that rabbit's name was Raisin. Yeah, you want to know why? I know why. Okay, <laughs> I had a I had a rabbit. Our rabbit was great. Yeah, his name was Whiskers, as it should be. Mm-hmm. And I got him on uh, Easter, so it was a white rabbit, white, yeah. white, white yeah. rabbit, huge. Like if I stood it up, we think it was probably like legs extended would have been about five feet tall. Oh, dude, that's it huge. It was so big. People don't understand how big rabbits get. Yeah. They, especially it, when they're being fed a regular diet yeah, that's healthy, yeah. they can get huge. But after it, so it lived inside for the first like three months. And then my dad and I, we had a totally fenced in yard. And I was like, my dad was like, I think whiskers would really like more room and mm-hmm. he wasn't wrong like yeah. bunnies don't belong in cages their whole lives no, no. and especially giant ones <laughs> three three and a half to five foot tall yeah. rabbits <laughs> so we literally um put its cage outside mm-hmm. with like and we covered it so it had shade all the time if yeah. it wanted it and we just let it go in our backyard and it literally lived out there for like a year. Oh, wow. And it was great. I mean, it actually was great. During the summer when it was really hot, we would put uh, water in Coke bottles and freeze them mm-hmm. in mass. We'd do like eight or ten of them. Yeah. And every two hours we'd go in when it was super, super hot, yeah, go and take yeah. one outside and he would lay on it. So, and it never got eaten by anything? No. no. I mean, that bunny was strong. Yeah. yeah. It would, in fact... The bad part about putting it in the backyard, and we knew this would happen, is that it didn't want to be touched by us anymore. Okay, so that happened to us. So when we got Raisin, Raisin did not want to be held ever unless she jumped up in your lap. Right. Okay, so to get her a friend, we went and got another female lop at the the, um, pet store. Uh Uh-oh. And then we built a hutch, and we put them out in this hutch outside eventually. Uh Uh-oh. Um, and the other one was real small. No, they were fine with oh, each other. Okay. They were fine with each other. But the little one, after being outside for long enough, when yeah. I went to pick it up one time, I was Freak sitting out. in the yard with it and it bit me oh, yeah. on the inside of my thigh. Yeah. Like they can be real vicious. Yeah. So. It was horrible. But it hurts so much. They have a real bad bite. Um, we d- but when we put it out there, we were like, you know what though? If it makes the rabbit happier, yeah. yeah. It wasn't like we were holding it every minute of the day Mm -hmm. and it needed the space to run that'd be fun i i don't mind having a bunny in the backyard just to have a bunny if it's healthy Mm -hmm. and we never had problems with birds a bird was not going to get this bunny this was a giant bunny big rabbit so one day okay so i'll tell how my my bunny passed because it was real sad one day near Easter, all of a sudden, and I would go out every day yeah, and like yeah. engage with it and play with it yeah. and do, run around with it and stuff. I go home and Bunny's missing. Whiskers is gone and the gate is open. Oh, no. And I called dad and I said, did you leave the gate open? And he said, no, it's actually locked. We had a small lock yeah, put on there. Yeah. He said, I didn't leave the gate open. And I went over there and the lock had been cut. 
Oh, somebody took whiskers. And somebody took whiskers. Oh, that sucks. I found whiskers two days later. Oh, no. He had, he had tried to come back. So whoever took him realized very quickly he did not want to be held. <laughs> so the rabbit didn't make it the coming back. The rabbit did not make it. It was very sad. Oh, that But stinks. did try to come home. Okay. So, yeah. Well, for us, you know, and pretty much from then on, it was dogs. You know, we didn't, we got our first dog when I was in middle school. Because um, we I finally. there was something else, no? No, it was okay. dogs because we figured out Zach had kind of outgrown his allergies. Yeah. So my dad brought home this, this dog, cool dog. It was a black lab golden retriever mix. Mm. So it was a black golden retriever. It's beautiful. But when she would turn, her hair would kind of turn gold. It was really yeah. cool. But she was about the coolest dog you could ever have. Was she an indoor dog? Uh, indoor, outdoor. I mean, okay. she would go hunting with us. Um, we used to go to this place because we lived in Pennsylvania. And so we went swimming in the creek a lot, which we would probably mm-hmm. consider a river yeah. here. Some yeah. of it, it's shallow, but they're deep spots. And we went to this one place where there's this deep pool. And we would go swimming in it, but the dog would not leave the water until we were all out. Aww. So she would walk somebody up to the shore, and then she'd run back in and she'd circle us. So she yeah. was super cool. Um, a lot of fun. She actually, unfortunately, she was really strong. She broke my mom's leg, yeah. um, which was terrible. But she ended up, she played rough. We like to play rough with her. Yeah. Sweet dog. Well, I mean, those, you're not talking about a small dog. No. Well, she was huge. Um, but one day she went out, a guy was riding his bike and it turns out he was the elementary school band director and she ran out there. Her name was Morgan. She ran out there and tried to play with him and he kicked her. When he kicked her, she thought he was playing rough. So she bit down on his leg, Mm -hmm. not hard, like gentle, but he pulled his leg away and that cut him. So we ended up having to give her away. So. Uh, she went to live on a farm, and I don't yeah. mean that as a metaphor that she died. <laughs> she literally went to live on a farm. Yeah. I met the kid who took her, and he had lost his dog, uh, who yeah. was his hunting dog. So apparently, she lived out her life. But that was Aww. that was I hated that. That was hard. Yeah. I hated that. We had but, uh, we had Susie, my um, cocker spaniel. Well, she had a couple of litters, so my mom bred her. This was back when cocker spaniels were the dog to have. So um, my parents, my mom, bred her a couple times, and out of her, one of her litters was a dog named Peaches. So Susie was black and white, mm-hmm. and Peaches was peach and white or brown and white. A cute little dog. Yeah. Peaches was not necessarily as good as Susie. <laughs> she had some problems learning, and she was not as tender, and Susie was just a very sweet, gentle soul. Mm-hmm. Um but peaches Peaches was was not not. (laughs) her daughter was not so when my parents got divorced my mom took peaches and on a walk peaches got away and we never saw her oh boy that's how they do things it was really hard yeah Yeah. i'm sure i'm sure for your mom that was hard so i was about 12 maybe when that all happened and then what when did you get your next dog we got our so we moved away from pennsylvania and uh we Moved here to Texas, mm-hmm. and about uh, the first summer we were here, we fifteen went, or sixteen. Oh no, I no, was like seventeen. Thir- 18. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was I was seventeen, eighteen. Um, we went and got this dog from the Coppell. I think it was the Coppell Animal Shelter, mm-hmm. but she was really cool looking. So she was like part Bernie's Mountain Dog, but something else. But she had really shaggy hair, which is probably terrible in Texas. But she had real shaggy hair, and she was kind of brown, white, and black like a Bernie's. Her mm-hmm. name was Molly. And she was she was a really good dog too. Like she, we've always had good dogs. Like we've never had bad dogs. I don't 
Molly wasn't around when we met. No, she had. Yeah. Well, okay, so barely. Mo- Molly lived to a, a good old age, and then yeah. she we had to put her to sleep, and um, so that was. I think that was that may have been when I was at college. I can't remember. I know that yeah. was hard on my parents to do it. Um, and then after that, my parents went a while, and they got another dog. Yeah. But that was right about the time I met you. Yeah. So go ahead. Yeah. So peaches ran away. Mm-hmm. Right. So we don't have peaches. My dad no. has Susie. At the end of Susie's life, I was probably 15. I don't know how. So my Susie had to be put to sleep. She was old. It was before a lot of modern medicine existed. And it was just time to put her down. And so we did. And like a week later, I don't know how I convinced my dad, he went and got another dog, which was probably a really poor choice on my part to even push it because I was leaving the house soon. I was going to graduate. I I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So we went and got Jammy. Oh, okay. I've heard of Jammy. Um, You've mentioned Jamie, but I know the name. I'm wondering if she, she, I don't think she was alive when we met. No, I don't think so. When I met your dad, he didn't have a dog or he had one of the fosters. Probably one of the fosters. So yeah. Jamie passed. Will be, she was put down. She kind of passed early. She was not okay. a real healthy dog. And she ended up living till she was like 10 or 11. Oh, gotcha. So, um, but for a smaller dog, that's unusual to be that young. Um, in the meantime, so this fast forwards us. I it's you moving, making my phone go off. No, <laughs> I'm not. It's because of the, the cameras we have in here. Oh, yeah. yes, we now have a camera in here yeah. to observe our son just sitting around doing nothing. So, yeah, that's me. We'll call it a security camera. Um, so uh, we get to college. You and me are in college. Mm-hmm. And I think this is a great segue. Well, okay, so there are a couple of things that happened on a regular basis that lead into our family life. Number one, both of us had parents, or at least I did, and I think your dad did this too. My my dad was a, an appraiser, and so he yeah. was out in the field a lot, the field being all over Dallas, and would often just bring home animals. Oh, my dad did not bring home animals. But not dogs and cats. No, no. Turtles. Uh, we didn't do that. Frogs. Nope. <laughs> Birds. <Mm-mm. laughs> and he would keep them for a day. He would make a little box in bed for them at night, gives them some food and water, and then release them the next day. That's funny. He was like an animal whisperer. (laughs) That's hilarious. No, we had, now occasionally, my dad would find animals that were wounded. He ran over a turtle with a lawnmower one time. Yeah. And uh, felt bad, so he bandaged it up. That was an angry turtle. I'm not going to lie. That was a really angry turtle. Um, And then uh, there was a bird that fell out of a nest, a baby bird, and we kept it alive for a couple like like a week i think yeah fed it hand fed it but eventually it it didn't make it yeah so yeah but he didn't bring animals home oh i I really thought that happened no 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 no. that was a very normal part of my life was my dad would come home with something on a regular basis um so right before we met probably a year i got carly mm-hmm. and carly was a great dog oh yeah she's um, awesome it was my i did a bunch of research i did about six months of research into mm-hmm. what i wanted and i got it down to two breeds labrador one out i wanted a dog for animal assisted therapy yep um so by the time nathan met carly and mm-hmm. i we were i had already trained her to work in a professional setting yeah. she was insured for more than i'm insured yeah <laughs> carly was crazy 
Carly was the dating test because I had to get yeah. on. The, I got on the ground with her the first time I came over to your apartment. Mm-hmm. So I, of course, I passed that test because she was. I mean, she's yeah. a yellow lab. She was she awesome was and girl. sweet and good girl, mm-hmm. but she did not. She she. <laughs> You hear labs and you always see the the videos of these big dogs jumping around just all yeah. in love. That was not her. No. No. She, she had some very strong boundaries. Well, her, her training did a lot of that for her. She she took training real serious and she probably should have been on some police squad somewhere because she was, did not joke around with it. Um, but she tra- carried a lot of that training over into her personal life. So she was not a very um, hyperactive dog. Nope. She didn't react to anything. She was just a chill dog. So she was, yeah. And it's not that she was mean. She was chill. No. Nope. But if yep. like people were like when the kids were little and they'd climb on her, she would just sigh really <laughs> heavy. But she was nice. Like roll to her them. eyes. She would. She did roll her <laughs> eyes a lot. But I always remember that she and I were really good buddies, except for the day that we got back from our honeymoon. Yeah. And she liked to sleep in bed with you. Yep. And it's things my, were changing. She was like, "You haven't gone home yet. Yeah. You know, you always go home every night." And yeah. I get into bed, and she jumps in between us, and she literally pushes me out of the bed. Yes, correct. Like with her feet. It's time to go. It's home. It's time to go home, and you don't need to be here. <laughs> yeah. But she would do things like, or she would do things yeah. like where she'd fall asleep under the covers. Yeah. And figure Ninja. out and get out from under the covers without yeah. disturbing anything. Yeah. I don't know how she did it. I don't but, either. Yeah. She also taught Jessica how to open a baby gate. Yep, she did. She it involved her nose and showing Jessica steps at one how to open a baby gate. That was so frustrating. <laughs> I could not get a break. I come around the corner and <laughs> somehow, and finally I like sneaked a peek and she taught her, she would figure out how to open that baby yeah. gate no matter yeah. what it was. Yeah. Everybody loved her. You know, the hard yeah. thing about these stories is you telling them over the rate, you know, over a microphone yeah. is hard because you don't have the visuals of what this dog would do. Yeah. It and was crazy. She was crazy smart. Yeah. I mean, I, Susie was sweet. Jammy was okay, but Carly was literally next level. I mean, I thankfully I did train her. I do think if she was in a house where she had no stimulation, she would have been a problem. Yeah. Because she would have gotten into trouble. She well, did eat a wall one time. Well, she ate a wall. She also tried to drink the toilet empty one <laughs> she time. She did. Which found out that doesn't it, work. It just refills and she yeah. had to go pee a, a lot. lot. <laughs> well, and, but she would also, if you... She had a sense of humor because if you weren't looking at her, she yeah. would grab her tag in her mouth uh-huh. and come over and stand in front of you. And I do a great imitation of it. It's hard. You but can't. you can't see it yeah. because here's this dog who has her her tag on her collar in her mouth. So her ah, head yeah, is, yeah, yeah. is bent at this weird position. Yeah. Well, one day we're sitting there and all of a sudden we just hear this like that and I look over and she has missed and gotten yeah. her lower jaw inside her collar yeah and so her head is pinned down her co- her lower jaws pinned to her chest and her tongue, <laughs> her tongue is dried is out yeah so oh. we had to release her yeah I actually after that didn't let her wear her collar at home anymore because I was worried <laughs> doofus yeah and so. also the best trick ever was giving her a bowling ball Oh, she did love them. We gave it. A, we gave yeah. her a bowling ball one time. And if you've never seen, if you want to see something funny, give a dog a bowling ball. Yeah, Don't especially throw it one at them. that can be ball. Like if that's their thing. Thing. If they like to chase it or run after it, that mm. will totally confuse them. They will do everything they can to try to pick it up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they will figure out very well. It might. It took her a while to figure out she was never going to do it. Yeah. 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 So, so after yeah. that, we got married. 
Yeah. And we um, about two. We had just had Jess, so after about three years of two years of being married, we decided we're going to foster. I mm-hmm. had fostered a couple of uh, off and on during you were doing were you doing that when we met no not no. when we met my dad after we got married my dad was yeah, yeah. and so we kind of were like you know we could foster a dog or yeah, two it's yeah. fine we just have a baby and a dog and two jobs it'll be <laughs> fine <laughs> and we did and that, we did on occasion we did yeah. it less than we did in the future in our marriage yeah. Yeah, I will say so, this: if you want to, if you want an experience, foster a dog because, and and yeah. I don't mean from a negative side. I mean, yeah. like you see every bit of the dog spectrum of what yeah. you're gonna get. I mean, especially if you don't know what kind you want to get. Yeah, it's a great way to find out you do or don't love a breed. Well, and it's it's like we we're sitting here talking about pets. We can literally sit down and do a catalog of every dog we've ever had in our house. And all oh, of the weird and yeah. stupid and ridiculous things that have happened because their personalities are different. I We ended up, so we had Carly. Mm-hmm. We fostered on and off with her when we had her. But then we ended up with Kate. Oh, boy. Kate. Kate, Kate was was my dad's unique. dog. Um, Kate was so sweet, but was not very smart. But Kate was dumber than a brick. And <laughs> we had to take Kate back to... <laughs> I've never had to do this. We had to take... I don't think anybody's had to do this. Yes, they have. Um, People do this all the time. Not not the rehoming, the reason. Oh, well, so <laughs> Kate wouldn't pee or poop in the snow. Yeah. And we, we lived in Pennsylvania, and we had three feet of snow one year that lasted for so long. And she would lay in bed with Jessica. Like I said, she was so, so sweet. So, so dumb. And she would get real relaxed, and the poop would all come out. We're pretty convinced that she would sneeze, and a little bit of it would come out. I don't know. But I do know. But but (laughs) after a while, I tried all the tricks and did all the things, and she was just never going to get over snow. And and it was, for whatever reason, it was Jessica's bed. Yeah. Like, I got to poop in Jessica's bed. Yeah. So we... I. Gave them plenty of warning and they Mm -hmm. had plenty. It was like a month warning that I was coming to bring her back. And we gave her back to the rescue that my dad got her from. And they were very sweet about it. And she went to a great home. She actually, I knew if they could get her somewhere that had a little bit more control. Because with kids, it's hard to control things. That she would be fine. And the first foster home she went to, they kept her because she was a great dog. She was. She so, was. It's just that, you know, when yeah. your daughter walks out of her bedroom <laughs> with a piece of poop in her hand telling you that the dog pooped in her bed. Yeah. I mean, now we laugh. We took care of it. We changed her bed and everybody <laughs> laughed about terrible. it afterwards. But, you know, some dogs just aren't a fit. And when you inherit them, that is part of the risk you take. That is true. So, you, you do get a little bit of that risk. And she certainly had a little bit of that, but she was sweet. Yeah. But so fast forward, Carly passed. Yeah, Carly passed. It was passed. time. But we prepared for that. Yeah. And we recommend this. Yeah. What do you mean? Preparing. Whenever that happens, preparing. What do preparing you mean? Preparing for the passing of an animal if you uh, know it's coming. Well, yeah. yeah. If you know it's coming, it's important. But before Carly passed, we fostered again. And we knew because of timing. Yeah that this might be a good opportunity for us to get a new dog. Mm-hmm. So 
while Carly was alive, she helped us choose. Well, okay, so this was a unique situation because the foster yeah. uh, organization we worked with, they said they had a litter of puppies that were about ready to be born. Yep, and the sweetest mama dog. Oh, she was a great mom. Yeah. Um, so we said, yeah, it'd be a great experience for the yeah. kids to watch this. And, and so, it was. Yeah. If, yeah. So my favorite part about fostering is there are pieces of it, not the whole thing, that mimic Christ saving us. So... There's no reason that I picked, you know, I was willing any, but any dog that came to me, I was going to take in, um, there, there was nothing that these dogs did that was going to make me upset. And I just wanted to love them. And so we got the dog that would have puppies. Yeah. And <laughs> she was so sweet. And there was so many puppies. Yeah, there was there seven. seven of them. Yeah, and she was such a good mama, and all the puppies, uh, none of them was I worried about. No. There was a big fat one, which there always is. Yeah, there's always a fat one. <laughs> there was a runt. There yes. was a... Yeah, and so we ended up with the runt because it surely it was going to be small. Yeah, no. It was the runt. <laughs> it, yeah, and, and not only that, when yeah. we were getting ready to keep him, yeah. uh, the the director of the organization came over and did some like behavioral tests with the dog and looked at us and said are you sure you want this one because yeah. this one's going to be weird yeah and that's not something you often hear <laughs> from a behaviorist a yeah um and she she said this dog's going to be needy he's smart <laughs> but he's going to be needy she undersold that uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah so, the neediness so so dash is exactly that we have yes his name is dash <laughs> he's named after dash in the incredibles yeah and uh he is the world's probably the world's first uh dog in need of an emotional support human being yeah it's and as many bad. as you can yeah he'll take all the people yeah um he doesn't like thunderstorms but enjoys a good sound machine that sounds like yeah. one. and it's not even really the thunderstorms it's the wind at the thunderstorm because he yeah. does pretty well with the yeah, actual thunder true. but it's the heavy winds which we get yeah. a lot but we figured yeah. out you know a couple of years into owning him that if we got an artificial wind machine or sound machine <laughs> and turned it on that was totally okay yeah, yeah. I, I had a vet tell me there's a name for it it's essentially overstimulation of what they're fearful of mm-hmm. but it's not overstimulation because like if I, if the whole house is open yeah. and I turn one on in a room, he will come towards it. Yeah. Yeah. It's I, like, I just need to be there. Yeah. I, so I don't understand. I don't know. Well, it's fine. If we were to catalog all of his neuroses, we, uh-huh. and we could start with the wind. We could yeah. start with cushions on the couch. We backpacks. could go to backpacks. <laughs> we could go to men with backpacks. Doors. We could go to doors. We could go to things <laughs> that slide down. Um, now here's the the funny part all of those fears disappear if i'm here alone and he hears a man at the door oh absolutely he sounds horrible he sounds yeah. like he's the and, worst dog on the planet i don't know what he would do if i just let him go i don't know yeah i really don't because it's some there is a breaking point for every dog and i don't yeah. know what his is well and it's funny because like he gets that way but Right now, currently, he gets that way with Jessica when she walks in. For yeah. whatever reason, when she walks in, and of course, then he realizes it's her. Yeah. And then he feels guilty, and he needs a hug. And yeah. yeah. But you know, uh, do you know when I realized that he was going to be a different dog? What? <laughs> I took I t- I um long leash train all my dogs. It, yeah. It I, the. The training is there for any dog we ever own Mm -hmm. if they have the ability to learn. So I test them to see how far I can push them to learn. Yeah. So I took 
uh, dash to the park and we were long leash training. So you take a leash that's 20 feet long, you teach sit, you sit, you know, you have stay, you go 20 feet away, you say come, it's a whole thing. And so (laughs) I told, I, I told him to stay. I said, sit. He sat. He stayed. I lean, I, you, when you do this, you're going to do, you do a lot of like moving around. So it's not constantly just 20 feet away. Okay. Now yeah, come. Yeah. So I got, I kneeled down mm-hmm. and he, his butt started to come up and I said, dash, you need to sit. And he came right over to me and leaned into me. And I realized I, I like to just watch what they're going to do to see yeah, what it means. Yeah. I realized his version of sit was snuggling. Yeah, it is. <laughs> And so at that point, I was like, I think he's reached his peak. Yeah. Like, this, this is, is what all it's we be. have. <laughs> so when we get home, he hugs us. He yeah. puts his head under our chin. This is yeah. what he lives for every day. Yeah. And, so. and that's okay. So for those of you who have only had one dog and, and maybe they weren't the smartest, your next might be smart. But Dash, God love him. He is what he is. He will never be a Carly. But what he is is amazing. For yeah. He is the he most is. unique dog. And so, yeah. <laughs> Well, yes, we love animals. We love dogs. We've had multitudes of other stories that we haven't shared. Fosters, crazy fosters. My favorite foster. Mm -hmm. Well, my favorite foster video. Yeah. There's two of them. One is that dog that would, I don't remember its name, but it would jump into the pool. Juno. 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 It would jump into the pool. I want to call it like a Spanish a flamenco diving, dancer. A flamingo I mean, it was like, dancer with like little prissy kicks. She had a little kick in her feet. It was that so she would, cute. Yeah, she would do that. And then, of course, my favorite dog. If anyone ever wants to uh, gift me a Llewellyn setter, yeah, that is my dream Letty. dog. <laughs> yeah, Letty was cool. Um, well, it it wasn't Letty. It was another dog like her. Oh, it wasn't Letty. Little bit, little little girl and little. Oh, the one that would get angry when you'd rock her to sleep. Yes. Yeah. So they, I gave them, I gave one of them peanut butter and it's so cute because I gave her peanut butter and she licked the other one. Somehow it got on their head. Yeah. Yeah. That's my favorite video. The one that scared me, I was doing dishes Yeah. and I turned around and I don't remember this foster dog's name, but it was on our kitchen table. Oh yeah. I remember (laughs) you calling me and telling me. Yeah. It was on the kitchen table. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, hey, what's up? <laughs> yeah, but I do. I suggest fostering. It yeah, was great. it's fun. We outran our time. There was just a season, and yeah. we're, we're done with that season. Yeah. But we've probably had 150 dogs through our house. Has it been that many? Wow. Well, I mean, some we've had quite a few litters, and we had years where we would take in. I mean, we almost took in two every time. And yeah, so, there was never really a time we didn't, we just had one. Yeah, yeah, so you start thinking about that and how long we did it. Yeah, yeah we were the fosters, uh, the foster organization's dream because yeah. we would take dogs for unlimited amounts of time. Well, I don't know about dream. There was a lot of people who did a lot. But, yeah. Um, we did enjoy it. Well, and having kids, it makes it, you know, it does make they it like difficult. that. Yeah. So, all right. Well, love your pets. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. This is when we start talking about next week. Well, or- you know, we got, yeah. And I feel like today we're getting back in the groove. So talking about this, we'll, we'll have, you know, like I said, this is a million stories we could be saying. But yeah. uh, Kim, why don't you lead us into what we're talking about next week? Now I got to remember. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I know what it is. Okay. 
So what we're going to be talking about, and this is all subjective, but remember, we have silly mm. topics like this week, and then yep. next week is going to be a little more serious. Mm-hmm. So we're actually going to focus on our poor choices oh. in high school. High school poor choices. Yeah. Okay. So it's a little bit more serious, and I'm sure some of the poor choices were also... Hopefully my mother won't listen to this. Rather humorous. Uh-oh. <laughs> she may not know about My mom doesn't know how to listen to podcasts, so I think we're good. You're good. Okay. Yeah. My mother does. <laughs> no, so. my, my mom... Nope. No. So tune in next week for our embarrassing poor choices that our parents yeah. will find out. And you know, maybe. you know what trend I've noticed? What's that? Now it's just Kim and Nathan talking. Um, I've noticed that in the spring, we actually produce a whole lot of episodes. And then we get super busy between summer and fall. That makes sense. Fall. Yeah. So I would not be surprised for us in this podcast if you see 10 or 12 get produced. Although oh, Jessica's graduating. Yeah. So maybe eight this year. Mm-hmm. And then we drop off. We we yeah. are committed to only doing podcasts when we're in a good mood, when we're ready for it. <laughs> Don't use that as a calib- a gauge of how our mood is, depending on how long it takes us to do well, one. Well, or we don't do them if we're busy. Yeah, that's true. And we true. don't do them if we're tired. Yeah. We try to have this be something we both look forward to mm-hmm. and are excited about. So that means we have to make it truly a hobby. Yep. And that is exactly what it is. So I would not be surprised if we have eight or so episodes i hope we can get in more and then it'll be real sporadic until next spring Mm -hmm. but you know we're doing it as a hobby but if you want us to be famous tell people about us and rate us and you know promote us i don't know that i need to be famous but now we're just you know we're just doing this for fun who knows we got a couple of people listening out there but what if like what if a thousand people listened let's just say well we've had well, we're up to a couple thousand downloads now, which I know isn't, you know, spectacular in the podcast realm. Would it realm, weird but... you out, though, if we were, like, in front of a thousand people speaking? Uh, Probably not. But I do that kind of stuff, so. Yeah, I, I would be. Yeah, I think that you would, would be, be a, a weird dynamic. Out. Yeah. Yeah, but thankfully, we don't have to do that. A thousand people can listen, <sighs> mm-hmm. and we don't have to worry about it. We do not. So. That's nice. So, my lesson to my kids is on this one. Yeah. We as a family love animals yep. and we love protecting them and we love making sure that they're healthy and smart and pushing mm-hmm. their limits even to make sure that they're you know always pushed a little bit to be smarter. It's good for them. <laughs> yeah. Um and I hope they carry on that tradition as well. I think I, so. Yeah, both our kids love animals, so They do. They like their animals, so I think we're going to be okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we're back. At least for now. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening to us. And uh, thank you guys for downloading us. And thank you guys for just hanging with our silly stories. Yep. So until next time, Kim. Nathan. Bye. Bye.